Did you see the spell of unbreakable madness I cast on those orcs? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's from that movie. <laughs> nah, I don't remember. I watched too many and I watched that a long time ago. <laughs> All right, we're live. I'm rest. I'm resting the phone on my birthday present, which is a scratch-off poster top uh, top 100 movies, which I still oh, have no to way. start scratching off. Yeah. So you got to scratch one and watch one. Yeah, exactly. But I I, I think I'm gonna scratch off about 85 of them to begin. <laughs> <laughs> uh sick gang gang thanks for tuning in everybody fucking uh this is the 4g audio podcast and i'm styles the prophet i'm b show and i'm jonesy and tonight and we, got a special- <laughs> yeah. we got a special episode i just want to say thanks for uh thanks for uh for doing this with us um i also uh, want to say for having me say one thing too man is uh thank you for doing what you do because i remember being young and I was able to listen to rap on the fucking radio and like that was crazy to me man that shit was crazy um so if you guys don't know already this is dj ducats from cksu um i remember it as the peaceful peaceful journey journey. yeah yeah and then it went to the journey right uh the new journey or okay and then it's now it's the style wars (laughs) and now it's style wars yeah I'm and I'm even thinking about changing it again, but I'm deba- <laughs> I'm debating on changing it to maybe back to peaceful journey, because I think nice. most people know it as peaceful journey, and um, uh, I didn't start peaceful journey. They they like allowed me to become a member of it and become a part of it, and I I think I maybe want to honor that. But anyways, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about <laughs> that, or I don't know something to do with boom bap. Cause I play boom bap. I don't play yeah. the new, like new stuff. No, but I'm I get an older that. guy, so. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, man, I remember I would have been like 12 years old or something like that. And my uh, one of my buddies, he he found the show and he's like, "Yo, man!" He's like, "There's there's this fucking this rap show every Friday or whatever, right?" So he'd start recording it on a tape, and we'd listen to it all the time. So we'd have all the in between shit, and not just yeah. the song. So we were just listening to the radio that we like taped or whatever, right? Yeah. But I remember the first time too. He had um, uh, oh um, oh, what are they called? Deuce, Deuce. He had Deuce, Deuce on the show. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just thinking about those guys the other day. I've been wondering, like, are they still around or what? Uh, I I don't I don't know them that well. Um, mm-hmm. My memory's telling me I saw I saw one of them in a, a little video clip or something, but I I I never really kept up with them, unfortunately. They, you know what it might have been? It might have been hiphopcanada.com. I'll bet you anything. If you go to hiphopcanada.com, you'll see something from from Deuce Deuce. Well, it won't be Deuce Deuce. It'll be the individual members, I think. Because I, yeah, okay. I don't know the full story, but I, I I'm guessing that they they split, and I think one of them as a solo artist still still does quite a bit of stuff. But I'm guessing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. No, I'll have to try and try and track them down or some shit. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, man. So, uh, how are things with you, man? Yeah, I 
Things are good. I mean, probably like you guys, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah, um, true. Ain't that the truth? It's up and down. So, um, have you been doing? Yeah, I'm just, oh. I'm just working and and maintaining, living, and um, I'm still doing what I've always done, just going through through new music and and sorting out. Okay, what do I like? What don't I like? All the stuff that I don't like gets pushed aside, and then the stuff that I do like, I play on the show. So, keep nice, it simple. Man. <laughs> yeah fuck yeah were, were you able to go into the studio during all this stuff or you do it from home um well last year when everything went upside down um carlton university doors i think first which automatically shut the doors to ckcu um ckcu then in turn like management in turn um took like a i think it was like three three months i don't know exactly how long but they took a few months where they were just figuring out okay what are we going to do and then three months or four months or whatever later they turned around and emailed everybody at ckc like all the the people that do shows and they said okay you guys gonna do shows from home you know start sending them in and that's exactly what happened i just started recording again and uh and sending them the show to upload um so that yeah that's that's more or less what's happening so um it it hasn't changed i'm still doing it from home um and uh yeah i mean it's it's easy for me i got the impression it wasn't easy for a lot of people because a lot of people did it from the station but um i've been recording from from home different things um for a long 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 time Okay. So it was easy, easy transition for me. So I just record at home, uh, throw the vocals over over top of my mixes, and then send it in. And they air it on Fridays, eight till ten p.m. and uh, and then it gets posted up on demand as well. Nice. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, so then you're you're recording it. Um, do you, do you edit it at all then? Um, not. I mean, yes and no. I record my mix and then I'll go, like I'll stop, but then I'll go on and, and record my vocals after. I don't do my vocals live, but I'm okay. not really saying too much at the moment anyways. I'm just doing an intro and an outro. Um, yeah, you yeah. Know, th thanks for tuning in and then, you know, thanks for listening. Um, so, no, there's not much editing. Um, I do pretty much the same way I would if it was live in the studio. Um, I mean, because I pre-record, I might fix a couple of little mistakes, but usually that's on purpose. Like if there's, if I, if I screw, if I'm recording for say 10, 20 minutes and then I screw something up, um, I'll purposely, you know, just stop, rewind, okay, keep it going. Like I have my little tricks and okay, ways okay. of making it easy for myself. Um, but for the most part, no, I mean excuse me i've practiced and and i mean i still practice uh to to the point that you know i can do a live or i can record it's the same thing almost so ra rarely do i i stop and have to fix a, a mistake yeah okay okay sometimes i i'll do like uh just like little clips or whatever but i'll like record them and yeah. then afterwards, I'm like, oh, there's like that one part where I hesitated or something or like little oh, yeah. things. And, and I'm like, I yeah. want to cut it out, but I, I just leave them because I want it to be like all one shot, one take. But it's like, do I go and redo it because I just like fucked up that little part or do I cut it out or do I just post it or whatever? So I couldn't imagine doing that with like a big show like that, right? 
I, th- I think it boils down, and and that's that's dope that that you do that. I, I I agree. I think it makes it sound more authentic, more genuine if you leave in the ahs and ums to a degree, and uh, like the mistakes and so forth. You just just leave them, let it ride. If it's a major mistake, then okay, yeah, because it's pre-recordable. Why not? You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, it it there's nothing nothing fake about trying to give to people a, a a good performance a good quality product yeah true true but so when you start you... making too many edits then it's obvious yeah yeah mm-hmm. true um so how long you been doing it anyways i guess for a bit if i so i would have been yeah man that's a i would have been 12 um, the first time i heard of it so what well, de- it depends it it depends how you, 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 you look at it or think about it. Um, I've been doing, uh, or I started doing Peaceful Journey in 1998. Um, okay, I that did, would have been whenever I found it. Uh, right around, okay. Um, so yeah, I was doing it in 1998, but before that, I did another show uh, called The Flavor Zone, which was um, uh, The Flavor Zone featuring the Blunted Dummies. Uh, that was DJ Trevor Walker's show. And okay. he had a bunch of hosts, and they ended up kind of being nicknamed the the blunted dummies. Um, like but when Trevor, Tre- the way I remember, it, Trevor kind of got fed up with hip hop when Biggie and Tupac were sort of at their their climax, their their peak. He he just didn't like what was going on with hip hop, and he he backed out of the show. Well, we knew one of the blunted dummies, so we stepped in and and started DJing for a little bit. So that goes back to 95. And then, I mean, before that, I was sort of, I was younger and I was, I was doing different things and, and I, I helped Tom Green with his show a little bit. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah. I cool. did uh, Jeep Beats, um, which, I mean, DJ Rude Boy, I, I have the utmost yeah. respect for. He was doing that for a long, long time before we changed the name to The New Journey and Rude Boy came on the show and was doing it with me. We, we did it for a number of years. Um, so yeah, it goes goes way way back. If you include high school, I've been doing radio since 1989. Holy shit! So you're doing radio in high school? They had like a, I don't know what you call it. Like they had like a mock. Uh, they had a fake radio station. They built oh, no like way. a booth, and they had a bunch of vinyl or 45s donated, and they had some equipment, a mixer, a couple turntables. And it just broadcast throughout the school. So you you went in, you know, in the morning or on a break or something like that after school. And then you you DJed, you did your radio show for, you know, however long, half hour, I can't remember now. Um, and back then I was already into music and DJing. So it was a no brainer that, oh, okay, I'm going to go do that too. So yeah that's cool it's like this you see that see that in fucking movies and shit or like on tv but i've never yeah never had that in like real life you know like fuck that's cool though man so you've been in this for a minute then you've been fucking uh what do you call it searching the crates or whatever (laughs) digging oh yeah digging the crates yeah yeah crate digging digging sorry yeah (laughs) yeah no I, i yeah i got into it such a long time ago um yeah, I can't believe how much time's gone by. 
pretty well my pretty well my whole life. Yeah, I'm a whole fuck. Yeah, I'm 22, years. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm yeah. 92, baby, so. 92? Yeah, Jesus. I'm 92, so. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think that's right around when I probably met Tom Green and them. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, you helped on his show, time. like the, cool. the Tom Green show? No. Say again, Not what the one. So you helped him, you helped on his show, like the Tom Green show? Um... You're you're probably t- talking about the TV show. Yeah, yeah. No, back then when I I moved to Ottawa in '91, and the first thing I did was I started searching through the radio dial, and I found on um, Friday nights midnight till two uh, hip hop. And back then there was no internet, so if you found something on the radio and it was hip hop, well, you just listened to it. Anyways, it turned out it was three guys. It was one DJ and two MCs on on the mic on this radio show, and it was called The Rap Show. And it was Tom Green, Greg Campbell, and um, oh, Jordy. DJ. It was it was Pin, Bones, and DJ Signal. It was organized by They were doing that show. Um, anyway, a couple years went by, and I think Greg left, and so did George, so did the DJ, so did Signal, and that's when the show changed to The Midnight Caller, and The Midnight Caller um, was rumored to be the number one talk show in the city. It was Tom Green, Hmm. and this was before anybody knew Tom. Um, yeah, but it was it was crazy. Anyway, it was the same kind of deal. I knew someone that knew Tom and he called me up one day. He said, oh, Tom needs a hand doing um, uh, calls, screening calls, because basically the premise of the midnight caller was um, people would call in just to go on the air and talk to Tom. But usually Tom would just razz them and bug them and make fun of them and make jokes. And it was just madness. And anyways, he needed people to screen calls because a lot of people used to call in and "Ah," they'd yell and scream. So, okay, hang up. Well, CHUO had uh, four lines. And when I started going down there to screen calls uh, with with Dave, um, my boy Dave, who we DJ, we came up together. Um, all four lines would light up at like 10 to midnight, 10 to 12. And they, all four lines lit up until 2 AM. It was crazy. So that's why I tended to believe that rumor that this was the number one talk show. He was creating a big, big buzz in hindsight. And anyways, um, yeah, we just used to, yeah. Uh, anybody yelling we'd hang up on them anybody that sounded half serious we'd leave them and uh and he'd end up putting some of them on the air so um that's pretty fucking cool yeah so that that was back in the days when i met them um when i met tom um what did he do he stuck out his hand he says hi i'm i'm tom so i shook (laughs) his hand stopped shaking his hand he sticks his hand out again and he says i'm the reverend tom green what is up with this guy he's just he was on you knew he was on on a next level you could just tell he just had this this presence about him i i I know it's after the fact but i swear to god back you just knew there was something up with this dude he was just always elevating and yeah he was different you know anyway 
That's cool, though, man. Show. I actually, I actually didn't know that, man. That's cool. I like. I didn't know he had a he had a show. First of all, like a radio show. But second, oh, no. I didn't know. I didn't know that you helped him with it. Obviously, that's cool, man. A little, yeah. Yeah. If you can get your hands on any any rap shows, yeah, the, those were fun. Those were fun because they were playing just the the dopest hip hop at that time, and then in between once in a while when they'd go on the air, t- Tom was cra- they they were crazy. They they would just do different things that you wouldn't hear, and it was just entertaining. It was genuinely entertaining. It was silly, but it was entertaining. I remember hearing one show. And uh, Lethal Weapon 3 had just come out. They got their hands on the score to Lethal Weapon 3, and they were playing just that orchestra, the violin. They were playing the score between hip-hop music. But they'd go on and they'd talk over top of it. And I remember Tom, he, he kept saying to Greg, he says, oh, you remember, remember my girlfriend, Julie? Uh, and he's like, yeah. And kind of, you could hear in his voice, he's like, where the fuck is he going with this? And he just, I, I don't know. It was just crazy. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm telling a bad story, but um, it was just crazy, the stuff that they used to do on there. It was silly. I have like one or two, three tapes somewhere of, of the rap show. So, I was actually gonna ask you if you had any any access to yeah. shit like that. I'll 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 look and try and find and I'll send you a link. Um, apparently Tom posted a bunch of stuff, but I never actually went and and found the links that he posted to to hear them. But yeah, I've been very tempted to play some of those shows on my show. But of course, yeah. it's CHUO, CKCU. We're talking 30 years ago. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. No, that's cool, though, man. That's sick. Um, yeah, that's a cool story. But um, obviously, you're uh, big on that boom bap type shit, you know? Um, yeah. I definitely get that, or I've always gotten that vibe from your, uh, your shows and shit. Um, yeah. But, like, what's some of your favorites? Like, what's your fucking. Like cheesy question, but what's your favorite like fucking boom bap like old school rappers and shit? Oh, ha- hands down, Gangstar. Oh man, yeah, Gangstar Guru is the the king, man. And and I found like Premier's beats and shit like that. Just there's uh, so much Something about to them. them. Like he's like yeah, and it's you can tell it's his beat and everything. Like you can yeah. hear the sounds and shit. But at the same time, I feel like he goes out of his way to like put in that extra work to make the beat do what he wants. You know? Um, yeah. Oh man, I always quote fucking uh, Guru on mo- so many different occasions. Like, um, just like in a conversation talking about something, talking about life or like whatever, and I'll be like, wait, I'm. Guru says, blah, 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 like this line. Um, I do that with any rap, really, but Guru is the one that comes up in the most. Is like um, the one big line I remember from him that I'll fucking die with is uh, uh, it's from Moment of Truth. And he says, actions have reactions. Don't be quick to judge. Some people or you don't know the hardships people don't speak of or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's hard. Like, I like that. Um, But yeah, no, man, fucking uh actually one of my buddies put me on that like i like fucking 
he didn't have any older brothers or any or any older siblings at all. And I had older brothers show me old like old school rap and shit like that. And then yeah. fucking I showed this guy all kinds of rap and stuff, right? But then he'd come back to me, he showed me like um well gangstar, he showed me like uh Rock Kim, most deaf, shit like that, where I yeah. didn't really pick that up from my brother. I picked up like like Wu-Tang and Mob Deep and like shit like that. Yeah. Um but so it's funny that I introduced my buddy rap and he comes back to me with all these like fucking like sick artists and shit. But that was one of them was Gangster. I'm so glad you yeah. said that though. Fucking. Oh, I ab- absolutely love Gangster. It was the rap show that I heard Step in the Arena. And from there, I was just totally addicted. Are you guys still there? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I got an image. Um, Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I heard Step in the Arena, and then I went back to Southern Ontario, where I used to live, to visit some people, and when I was at, uh, at my friend's house, I was in the basement, and I could hear upstairs on the second level that Step in the Arena track, and I stopped dead, I went all the way upstairs, and his sister's friend was there, and he was playing it. And I said, oh, I said, that's the Gangstar stuff. And I said, I love this. I just heard. He says, yeah, I got the album. I, you're, you're taping it for me. I gave him a blank tape. He dubbed the whole thing for me. And then I think a week later, it was my birthday. And I went and bought it for my birthday. Or I think my family bought it for me. I had that CD in my CD player for a year straight on repeat. I used to go to bed and put it on. I'd wake up at three in the morning and I'd hear tracks. It'd be Gangstar, Step in the Arena album. It's crazy. The soundtrack here. So I loved, loved Gangstar. I still love Gangstar. I had the honor of meeting Guru before he passed. He no was way. really, really dope. He was chill. I didn't speak to him very much, but he was really, really cool. Um, I was hoping to meet Primo, but um, I uh, I was able to, to stand um i think three feet away from him and watch him spin um when oh. did you go to heaven to see him spin when he was here no. i think it was heaven anyway he was here a number of years ago and uh yeah i got right up close and and i watched him spin for for two three hours or something like that and then i had to go but yeah it was dope it was good Fuck, that'd be crazy man he's he's insane man yeah um but I, I know he, I'm pretty sure he came to Ottawa at some point in the last little bit, but he was like, I'm pretty sure he was like with somebody, like he was DJing for them or something like that. Like it was like a live show. Not um, even sure. Yeah. It would have been a few years ago or something anyways. No, yeah. But um, but yeah, I never ended up going. I just wanted to see him like spin his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me think of, just because you're talking about standing, standing watching him fucking spin and shit, it makes me think of this song forget who sings i think it's ugly duckling um einstein's taken off and it's like uh you know i'll man i'll I'll, uh i'll find it and send it to you if i can okay but it's like he's talking about he's like rapping about the like dj and shit right einstein's like the dj so he's rapping about the dj and he's like um 
One time the crowd got hyped and bumped the table from behind and the needle never skipped. Well, it, oh no, sorry, I said that all backwards. Like the needle never <laughs> skipped. Well, well, it did one time. The fans got hyped and bumped the table from behind or whatever. And that just that just made me think of that. I was just thinking you're standing behind the table, <laughs> fucking DJ nice. going, you know. Yeah, um, nice. But that's an old that's an old school joint. I'll send you that if I can find it. Um I remember hey, for a can, while. Yeah, cool, please. I was trying to find it. Ugly Duckling. That's like probably the only song I fucking know from them, but uh <laughs> i can't yeah, even good, remember <laughs> good old school shit you know um but yeah see like i grew up on my like wu-tang shit and like um yeah um like i said like mob deep and stuff like that uh, mop and like whatever um but yeah. a lot of like a lot of that new york boom bap type shit yeah that's nah, that's, that's like i love love that stuff i mean I, I like some of the southern stuff i like some of the the west coast but i don't know the East Coast boom bath that just kind of spoke to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking right, though. And, and I like it all, too, man. Like, I'll give everything a chance. Um, yeah. I do like that old, like, uh, West Side, like, like yeah, the, yeah. And those sounds and shit, you know? And, like, the even, too, like, it just gives you that good vibe and shit. But I still, mm. I'm, uh, I'm boom bath to the core. Like I said, that's, like, my, my roots and shit. That's what I grew up on. Mm. Oh, sure. Sorry. Um, Shit, man. Too many things going on here. Sorry, man. My bad. <laughs> okay. Um, no problem. But uh, do you do do you DJ live? Like, do you do uh, like shows and shit like that? What do you, or what do you mean? Like, like um, in, in like venues? And, yeah. Like yeah. No, I mean, I, I have. I haven't for a long time. Um, no, you... Oddly enough, like, I hadn't been doing much, but I was supposed to do something at, um, oh, what's what's the arcade, uh, Bank Street? Oh, um, oh shit. House of Tarot. House of Tarot, yeah. So I was, I was supposed to spin there. Uh, and I, I went there on Monday or Tuesday to check in and yeah, we're doing this on Friday or Saturday. And I think, uh, I think I went there on a Thursday or Wednesday or something like that. And the very next day he messaged me and he's like, no, we got, we got to cancel it because of COVID. Uh, so this was like one year ago. Uh, I think yeah. it was what february or march or something like that and no he messaged me the very next day and just said nah this whole covid this you know crisis whatever he called it at the time he said no we, we gotta cancel um otherwise i was supposed to spin there um no i did tons tons of stuff back in the day but then it all kind of came you know came it came not came to an end but it, it just got quiet um and uh and i stopped doing so much but i said to a lot of people i think i pigeonholed myself because i i stuck stuck to my guns and i, I stayed um stayed with with the boom bap and and all that so much that uh, i couldn't do clubs i wasn't like i wasn't playing the mainstream stuff so yeah um, so i was fortunate enough that they would book me a lot to do uh concerts and i i got booked i think for almost every boot camp um concert that came to town which you know was was awesome it was dope all of them were were great 
Um, but I definitely got booked to do a lot of concerts, uh, so much as um, club venues. I wasn't really doing too many of those unless it was a 90s night. Um, did you guys go to um, Tuesdays at Barristers? No. No. What was that? No, you didn't do that? I guess maybe it must have ended a little bit before you tired, just around, you know, when maybe you guys were going out. But um, DJ Frame, John Deck, he, him and another dude, um, <clears throat> I'm blanking on his name at the moment, um, no disrespect to him. But anyway, they started doing this thing at, at uh, on Spark Street, and it was just like around the corner from, from Parliament Hill. Uh, and it was every Tuesday evening. And all they would play was boom bap. They'd play old school 90s, some new stuff. Um, and it was packed every single week, but only in the summertime because it was outdoors. It was a patio party. Uh. But it was packed every single week during the summer. Um, eventually, they moved it around the corner because I have a feeling the license for the patio I, I don't think they they it was all kosher but i'm guessing i think that what happened was there was too many people coming onto the patio and then they expanded it on their own and they didn't legally do it and yeah. i have a feeling that's why it got shut down but shortly after that they started doing it again around the corner at, at this place called parliament pub uh which was directly across the street from parliament hill it was okay. just as it was packed every Tuesday, and all they play is real hip hop, boom bap, and you know whatever. I was there one night DJing, and I I swear I dreamt this, but I I didn't. Um, I think Souls of Mischief were in town, but I I still think I'm making this up for some reason. I swear I Souls of Mischief that. were in town, and I was DJing at Parliament Pub one night, and there used to be people behind us all the time which was fine we dj and there are people behind us and i queued up my next record and i turned to my left and i swear one of souls of mischief was right there and i had to do like a double take and i looked at him and i pointed at the record and i said can you intro it and he said yeah and he did <clears throat> the record i queued up was 93 till infinity it was a complete <laughs> fluke. He was standing behind me. I swear he introed the record, but I still feel like because so much time's gone by and so many beers, um, I feel like maybe I'm making it up. But I swear he was there. Anyway, that's, that's a good tune too, man. That's actually again my buddy that put me on. Like I put him on rap. He put me on a bunch of shit. That's uh, I remember him putting me on that too. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Ninety three. Yeah, that was bad. That was big. <laughs> yeah, I do um, that too sometimes where I tell a story or something like that. I'm like, man, I don't know if like I made that part up or yeah, like, you know, yeah. or if I, it did happen. Like, I know that I asked him. I just don't know if he did <laughs> it or not. Or like, I don't think, nah, I swear to God that that's what happened. Because I talked to him afterwards and I said, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, this is just, this is um, unbelievable. This is amazing. He said something like that. I said, oh, why do you, why do you say it that way? He says, because we're directly across the street from your government's, you know, houses of parliament. You would never, ever be able to do this in America, in Washington, across the street from the White House. They would never allow it. 
True that. It's, it's it's unbelievable. It's amazing. And you literally turned your head and you were looking at the Parliament buildings. And it was Tuesday evening and you're playing hip hop and looking at Parliament. It was pretty crazy. And he really that. put that into perspective for me. I never really thought of that, man, because if you think about it, yeah, that would never happen at the White House, man, or, like, near the White House, like... No, ever. Never, ever. Yeah. Yeah, well, the States, you probably would have a riot. Yeah. At least that's what I think I heard. (laughs) Yeah, the the peanut gallery spoke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. No, that's crazy, man. So then, at the same time, too, you've seen, like... A lot of shit go down in Ottawa throughout the like years in the hip hop scene and shit like that. So you've probably seen like all kinds of shit come and go. Like you said, the the place with the patio and they moved to the other place and shit like that. Um, yeah. You ever hear about that uh, hip hop karaoke shit? Uh, I think I was spo- I was supposed to participate a lot more in that than I I did. I never really really did. I kept seeing um, DJ So Nice. I think he was doing that with uh, Atherton and maybe some other people. I can't remember now. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't didn't participate in that so much. They kept asking me to come. I think I went once when I was at Live Live Lounge, but okay. I think that might have been before. It was like the regular weekly hip hop karaoke thing. Oh yeah, they did, okay, okay. did one at Live Lounge, um, uh, but no, I didn't. Didn't. I think that's when I was on a downslow. I was like, okay, I've I've done too much, because I used to go out like almost every single night and just try and show my face and stay involved. God, because I wanted to, I loved it, and but it became a little tough, you know, to. Why? What happened? Tell me. <laughs> oh, well, fuck. Actually, I was going to say nothing, but um, no, like, it's it's just a pretty cool scene and shit. We only showed up to the one, but uh, yeah. I was pretty high on some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up, we had a we had an awkward scene, so I just, we ended up just leaving and shit. Yeah, um, get out of there. <laughs> yeah, but no, I was actually supposed to perform the one time, and then something came up. We didn't end up getting to go. But um, it just seems like cool scene, though. It's it seems like uh, pretty sick because they even have like they'll announce like oh like Kanye West is gonna be there, but it's like some guy doing Kanye West songs or whatever. Yeah. And like so, I guess every time he does a Kanye West song, so they call him Kanye West or whatever, and they'll like name people whoever they like uh, impersonate or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But it's pretty cool. But you've probably seen a lot of uh, a lot of artists and groups and shit come and go too, eh? Um. Uh, yeah, definitely. I I can't remember a lot of them, unfortunately. But yeah, definitely yeah. Seen, seen a lot of people come and come and go. A lot of a lot of people trying to do their thing and hoping to become famous or or whatever. You know, I'm really generalizing, but um, yeah. a lot of a lot of people trying to get on and excuse me, um, not. Uh, yeah, never seen them again, unfortunately. I had some people come to the show. Well, a lot of people came to the show to play their music. Um, these guys from Montreal, was that was that was a memorable one. They came in and they came with their 12-inch and, and gave me copies of the, the vinyl, the 12-inch vinyl. And um, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, what's up? It's nice to meet you, blah, 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 real quick. Took their vinyl, slapped it on the turntables. And I just started cutting the shit out of it. And 
they were standing at the door watching me do this. And then next thing I know, okay, we're done the show. They've been on, they've talked, whatever. And they're gone. Nice to meet you. Everything was cool. I'll see you at the club afterwards. Cause we went to Babylon. Uh, and I think they were opening act for somebody else. Maybe I don't remember, but I get down there and, Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Lots of people there. And I go to the bar to get a drink and they come over and, Oh, what do you want? And I'll get this. And then the bartender comes back and, Oh, your, your drinks are on the house. I'm like, yeah, I didn't order two or three or whatever they get. I, I think they gave me two, two beers instead of just the one. And the bartender said, Oh no, it's, it's from those dudes down at the end. And I'm, I'm looking over on those dudes and I look, and it was those guys that brought in their 12 inch vinyl. Oh, so didn't pay, grab my beers and I go down to them and I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Why'd you do that? I'm like, no, you don't understand. We've been touring and we've been going and stopping at all different kinds of radio stations and, <laughs> you know, meeting DJs. You were the only one that took our vinyl, slapped it on, and you just started cutting the shit out of it. So thank you. This is like the least we can do is buy you a couple of beers. Thank you so much because nobody else did that for us. Okay, cool. Nice. It's now God knows how many years later, and I'm regurgitating this story to you. (laughs) So it, it meant a lot to me, too, hearing them tell me that. But then on the flip side of the coin, I have guys come down and I feel terrible because I'm kind of wondering if I crushed their dreams or something. They came in, they do their thing. And for whatever reason, I decided, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to say something. Normally I wouldn't, I'd keep my mouth shut and I'm not being asked questions. So I'm not going to, not going to, you know, over, overextend my, like over, over say anything. And I was smoking at the time, smoking cigarette. And we go out, we're having a smoke and we're chit-chatting. And I said, you guys didn't ask me, you know, what I actually thought of your music. I'm like, no. And I said, I, I kind of noticed a lot of people don't do that. So, you know, that's why I'm bringing it up. And they're like, well, what did you think? I'm like, honestly, I, I wasn't really feeling it. I didn't didn't like it. And you know, I kind of told them what I thought without being, you know, too, too harsh. And anyways, my point in saying all that is I never saw those guys again, ever. I never, ever saw them again to the best of my memory. And I hope I didn't, you know, c- crush them or whatever, like, you know, put, put them down and that they, you know, fuck, you know, we're done or whatever. I wish they would have come back harder or stronger, but I honestly, I just wasn't really feeling, I wasn't feeling a lot of people that, that came in, um, n- you know, no offense to them. Um, but That's it, it just totally. wasn't for me. If you gotta, you gotta be real. Exactly. And it's it, like, if you want to be an artist, you're going to get told no a million times more than you're going to get told yes, right? So if they're not the kind of people that can handle that kind of what is supposed to be constructive then criticism, then you then they probably weren't yeah. meant to be doing it anyways, right? So maybe you just hurried, and that's kind you of the, hurried the process along. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I do, who likes being that? you know, sort of nasty this. I don't like being nasty to anybody. So um that, that I guess that's why I always kind of wondered is is that what you know happened? 
I told, I spoke up and said, no, I'm not really feeling your stuff. It's not very good. And then pff, that was it. They were done. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. It either crushed their dreams and they didn't do it anymore or they just didn't want to fuck with you anymore or something, you know? I, I don't know. But anyway, but, they, there's yeah. the flip flip side of the coin. Honesty is the best, though, because I've had people send yeah. their music. There's a couple guys in Toronto that, like, I kind of... They, they just reached out to me and said, I'm going to send you some music. I'll just like, you know, I said, okay, man, like I'll keep up with your career and shit and whatever. I'll, I'll help you out in any way. I got a guy hooked up with a, a studio and shit like that. And another guy with a videographer and stuff. But like, but my point is, is that the, they'll send me shit. And like the one dude sent me like five songs in a row. And the one song was fucking banger. And then the next couple songs, he said too, he's like, they're not really finished. They're just kind of like shittily like recorded. They're not mixed and mastered. But at the same time, I'm like, your flow and shit. I'm like, it's just, you know, and I, I, I first like hesitate. I'm like, do I say anything to this guy? I'm like, fuck, I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't want to be a dick. But at the same time, I don't fuck with how he said that, you know? And I'm like, man, even if you just took out like a word here just to make it fit better and shit, whatever. So I explained yeah. this all to him. And he was like, man, honestly, he's like, I've never had anyone tell me anything like that he's like you not only told me what you didn't like but you told me like how to fix it or whatever and he's like whether he's like whether i take your advice or not he's like the fact that you actually were honest with me or whatever he's yeah. like i like that so then the next the next dude that sent me some shit i was like man i'm like i'm gonna tell you because i learned that from the last dude i'm like i'm gonna tell you i don't like this i don't like your hook on this song change yeah. these things you know and he said the same thing he's like dude he's like I appreciate you saying something, man. He's like, because no one ever really says anything, you know? Um, yeah. So at the same time, like maybe, you know, maybe you did crush the kids or like whatever. And maybe, maybe it is a shitty situation or whatever. But like at the same time, it's better to be honest, you know? Uh, no, I, I think so too. Especially sure. with someone, someone like you, I, I would give a lot of credit or put like merit to their words. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, thanks. True that. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Like, you obviously fucking listen to a lot of music. Like you said earlier, you go through a lot of music and you either put it on your show or you don't. And, like, um, I'm, I used to be pretty closed-minded. Like, um, I used to just... I didn't listen to anybody that was associated with G-Unit because I didn't like 50 Cent. Now... I fucking love the game. I love fucking... Uh, I mix their names up now. It's either Lloyd Banks or... Uh, Tony I Lloyd. Yeah, I think it's Lloyd Banks, oh, though. Yeah. But either way, now I yeah. fuck with them. I'm like, oh, man, they're actually really good. And I'm like, yeah, where where were they all my life? I'm like, but it was because I didn't give them that chance. I was just like, fuck them, they're June yeah. or whatever, right? Um, yeah. But, like, my point is, though, is that I feel like you give that uh, you give that chance to everybody, you know, like, to listen to everything. I try, I try to. Um, it's tough. I mean, in, in a sense, I kind of go by beat. And I go by lyrics and I find it's easier to judge by beat and then listening really quickly to the lyrics because I, I, for example, let's say I get, I get, um, once a month, I get about 300 tracks. <clears throat> it takes such a long time to listen to 300 tracks that I'm in the habit of basically the five second rule. I'll listen to five seconds. If I'm not feeling it in five seconds. Bye-bye. It's gone. It's getting moved to the side. But, like, if it has a long intro, will you skip into it a bit? I'll skip into some things. Um, mostly, you know what? Not some. Most things, yes, I will skip into it. And then I'll listen partway in. And I do the same thing, though. Five seconds. 
And if I'm not feeling it, it gets pushed to the side. Now, I've been back through things and, oh, I skipped this. this. And I've listened again and, oh, okay, it's not that bad. It's all right. It's dope. But it's it's a tough process because it's so time-consuming and I just, I don't have that much time to go through stuff. So I do my best and I go through literally like 300 tracks and I'm trying to get through 300 tracks um, thoroughly, not just five seconds, but thoroughly listen to this stuff, um, you know, once a month. Like I get 300 once a month. Let me try and listen to them once a month. But it's it's tough because I'm not only oh, doing yeah. 300. I'm also doing other stuff as well. Trying it's to take two weeks to listen to that. Wow, who's got who's got that kind of time? I mean, are you guys are working <clears throat> nine to five? Like I don't know. Start doing the math. Start thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got wives. You got kids. Yeah. If so, good luck. No, yeah, yeah true that, man. It's but tough. I've actually it's been making a, making a point to try and listen to um, more like new music and local music and shit. Um, yeah. Because like I watched the No Jumper podcast out of LA there, and um, okay, so they're like hip hop podcasts or whatever. Okay, but they do a lot of like they they kind of like bring the underground rappers like into the like. Mm-hmm limelight or whatever um yeah. they'll have people that like people have never fucking heard of but they're big like around there or something right um but anyways they were talking about um oh i just lo- oh so the guy was saying he's like um it was the anniversary of prodigy's death and he listened to uh like some mob deep song or whatever right um mm-hmm. and um his girlfriend said to him, she's like, this is the first time since we started dating that you've played any music that didn't come out today, like old music and shit. Oh, wow. And he, he was saying, he's like, it kind of made me think like, holy shit. He's like, I really do listen to like whatever, like he'll wake up in the morning and listen to any of the new shit that came out to the artists that he follows and shit, right? And like local yeah. shit. And, and so whenever I saw that, I'm like, oh, it kind of made me think. I'm like, man, I'm like, instead of me listening to the same fucking 300 songs that i have downloaded on my spotify that are like all fucking you know old rappers and shit and whatever um i should be listening to like keep up with you know like say like i said like local artists or like just new <laughs> shit going on so i've been yeah. making a point to listen to it but it's like man I-, I hear this album came out like i start listening to it but this other album came out so i started listening to that I'm like oh well this guy put out this single so i put listen to that oh this video came out and i never really get to listen to all of it i'm like catching little bits of everything yeah <laughs> but I try to keep up to date on on some of the new shit. Um, do you fuck with any new uh, new hip hop or anything like that? For whatever reason, I was just thinking about Devin the Dude. Did you know he just released a new album? I didn't know that actually. Brand new album just went up last weekend. Uh, I skimmed through it real quick. Um, I need to do another quick skim. I didn't mind some of it, but some of it, eh, it, it it's it, he's very stylistic, so. I kind of feel like it's one of those albums that you would need to to just, you know, blaze and listen to and you probably appreciate it more. I stopped blazing like 20 years ago. <laughs> I do sure, think yeah. about doing it again, but um, I kind of feel like it's just <clears throat> it's very particular. Um, but I did like a couple of couple of joints for sure. Um, who else? 
I, I don't even know. I always have trouble thinking of particular names because I keep seeing so many different names. Um, yeah. Absol's in my head for some reason, but yep. I, I don't. E- I don't even know if I'm just thinking of the name. I don't know if he's got anything new. Um, no, I'm having. I'm still having a little bit of a tough time with the the names. Um, who who is it? Not Mickey Fax. Um, oh man, jo- Joel's been around for a minute. I've been listening to some of my older shows from last year, maybe the last few years, and Joel popped up and i thought to myself joel ortiz he, he hasn't released anything for a, a, a little while still there oh yeah okay. yeah yeah <clears throat> i'm getting low low battery um anyway joel ortiz i really 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 like um he just he hasn't had anything for a minute um i can't th- i can't think of anybody it's terrible it's terrible but oh, man, that's I'm bad with names. too many tracks too many artists yeah, no doubt, man. Especially like you said, like three yeah. in a month, like that. Like, yeah, when you go through, through it all, and then you got to try and remember those ones to like fucking look them up and yeah. see them or whatever, you know. Well, um, with with my show, I, I'm gonna try and um, uh, get, like be 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 better on the microphone and and I'm gonna try and give out a little bit more information about the stuff that I'm playing, as opposed to like I said earlier. Right now, all I'm really doing is an intro and an outro. You know, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. So I want to be be better. And it, it'll help me if I'm giving out a bit more information on the show about the stuff that I'm playing. Then that'll also in turn help me because then I'm, I'm you know, I'm getting it in my brain. I'm regurgitating it. And, and so yeah, yeah. You learn it more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I just figured I wanted to ask you that because I figured like I know that you're very old school boom bap type shit. And I know that uh, the whole like rap scene and whatever has kind of taken a shit as for like new artists and stuff like that. Um, so I figured that'd be good because I'm like, oh, maybe he'll know something I don't, you know. Um, <laughs> I will say though, Devin the Dude, I heard about Devin the Dude from uh, T Pain. T-Pain has a song where he says something about, um, he says something about, um, like something about like the way he's dressed. Like he's like, I'm wearing like this type of outfit and I got 40 chains on just like Devin the Dude or something like that. Um, But I was like, who's this Devin the Dude guy? So this would have been fucking, I don't know maybe early 2000s but yeah so i looked yeah. it up i'm like oh devin the dude i'm like what the fuck so then i got put on to him by that by uh from t-pain so it was weird because he's actually like older rapper too he he came here devin we'll the dude yeah. came came here where did he perform he was at babylon i remember because i was backstage with him <laughs> no way. Uh, yeah yeah that was a long time ago that yeah, was dope it was a good concert like you probably get lots of perks and shit like that, eh? Going backstage and shit. Uh, yes and no. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, you you end up you you meet so many different people. So like, if you guys yeah. were bringing people here and we were connecting all the time, or you booked me the DJ, well, yeah, then I get to meet a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, Papoose came here, and I knew no. the guy that brought Papoose. And me and my boy went back, Ill Real and I went back, Ill Real went back there and I followed. 
Um, but apparently what we heard is they had problems in Montreal. They had, I don't know what happened, but they had problems in Montreal. Then they came to Ottawa. And because they had problems in Montreal, when Ill, Real, and I went backstage, um, they were all over us. Hey, you can't be back here. You can't be back here. And they were trying to push us out. And I said, to him, I just want to drop. And I was looking over at Papoose, who was staring, but they basically, no, you got to leave. You got to leave. So we did and never got a drop from him, but eh, whatever. <coughs> um, yeah, Devin, the, I can't remember who he came with, but I remember I was thinking about that. Well, probably last weekend when I was listening to his album um, that that he came here. Uh, who else? The Alcoholics. Years and oh, years yeah. and years ago, somebody brought them to uh, Barrymore's. And I went as a, you know, concert goer. And they gave out all these stickers. And I remember I was holding the stickers up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like a couple rows back or whatever. And somebody took the stickers from my hand. And Exhibit was there. He came. Yeah. <clears throat> and... He's doing his track and he's going around and he's, he's shaking people's hands. I stuck my, I shook Exhibit's hands. So, oh, fuck, that's dope. <clears throat> After the show, I don't remember how the hell I ended up at CHUO, but I did. And I think, you know what? It must have been Monday because it was LK. They end up at CHUO. I end up down there. LK wanted to go and do something. He said, oh, Duckets, can you go on the decks? So, yeah, sure. Alcoholics are in the, the studio B, like the mic room kind of, they start freestyling. So I had to spin some instrumentals for them. Another, you know, mind-blowing moment. What, 25 years ago, however long ago it was. Where's I bring it tape? up, though. <laughs> well, yeah, where's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where is that tape? Um, I brought them up, though, because it was Babylon that reminded and you guys were saying perks. Um they brought alcoholics again they came to babylon and i was the the concert dj <clears throat> so i ended up backstage they were back there i think i was talking to jro asking him if he lived in france for some reason because i think i'd read that he he moved to france and i think he said yes he, he confirmed yeah he did move to france and um Next thing I know, I don't know if it was then or later on in the night, but um, uh, Jay Rotash and uh, the producer DJ were all in the back alley, <coughs> and um, Mikey took a picture of us. So, hey, another dope moment. Got a picture of myself with the alcoholics. Um, yeah, uh, it was a lot of dope nights like that. It was good. It was fun. Fucking <laughs> okay, right, man. Yeah, that'd be sick, though. Um, also too, just cause you said, uh, at some point there, you're like, yo, duck, it's like, go spin some shit. Um, the most obvious question that I fucking forgot to ask. So, so much earlier in the show, but DJ duck, it's, is duck. It's what I think it is. What do you mean? Is it, is it from, is it from like dollars? Like it's like money or something, right? It's, it's money. Um, okay. somebody gave, somebody gave me that name back in 90, 92, 93. Um, wow. I was I was in a group back then that ended up didn't really do anything, <clears throat> but bit of a like well kind of did but didn't. Anyway, um, yeah, I was in a group called Three Grand, and it was kind of a it was a little bit of a concept group, 
um, one of the Clarence Gruff, which I'm assuming you guys don't remember them either. That's one. Um, one of them came and, and gave, gave, uh, gave us all names. So they were all money names. It was Banks, Trump, Bugsy, and DJ Duckett's. And for whatever reason, DJ Duckett uh-huh. stuck. I've always hated the name. I still hate the name to this day. And oh, I hate, really? I hate the way I, I spell it. I, for whatever reason, way back then, I decided oh, I'm going to spell it like the dictionary spelling and not do it phonetically, which I always felt, you know, played against me because everybody says do cats. But that's yeah. okay. I, I do cats proper. <laughs> nice man i like that um but no i remember whenever i was a kid man i asked my parents i'm like what's dockets like what's that and they they explained to me and they're like what where'd you hear that and i'm like it's this dj like (laughs) (laughs) ah if you go go look it up in the dictionary i think it's a 16th century or 18th century gold coin from italy or greece yeah yeah uh, yeah, I think I saw it. somebody selling ducats on uh, one of the pawn shows, pawn shop shows. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they, or they had like one or something, you know, or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy, man. Because yeah, that's actually something. I mean, I figured that's what it was, right? But that's uh, yeah. something I definitely wanted to ask. Um, but uh, exactly yeah, like I said, you've seen a lot of uh, artists come and go and whatever, but. Uh, you, you've also seen, like, I mean, like you said, Tom Green, fucking, I'm sure you were around at the point of uh, Half Size Giants, like, making it big oh, yeah. at the start and shit. Um, yeah. So there's probably been a lot of artists that come through, or not come through here, but uh, that from Ottawa that, that blew up and shit. So you've probably seen lots of careers come and go. Um, but what, what are some of your favorite artists from the city through the years, man? Some of my favorite artists? Um... Uh, I always liked Nine Planets. Um, Nine Planets was uh, DL Incognito. And then um, God Bless, uh, he goes by these days. But God God Bless was in Nine Planets. Um, Mike Check, Mike Check was always dope. Um, I mean, Boz I worked with, I still think Boz is dope. Uh, Nextra, uh, Eternal who made a name for herself attorney is also a member of nextra um pretty much every time attorney has come to to town she always asked me to go and dj for you know real honor um who else um uh, i don't know working with uh with greg has been you know an honor um greg from from uh, organized run uh, yeah we had him on the show there Nice. Yeah, way back. Um, yeah, I, you know what? Um, J.O., I always liked J.O. Patience. I didn't know Bender so well before he, he passed. Uh, I was actually trying to reconnect with Bender, I think, about six months before he passed away. Uh, like, I was reaching out to him online. I was like, hey, come come to the station and, and talking to him a little bit. But, of course, he was in Montreal. Um who else i mentioned the clarence groff but that's gone way way back um who else i don't know there's been a bunch of bunch of different people 
that I've worked yeah. with that unfortunately came and went, but it was a real pleasure working with, with them. Um, they were just classy, you know, classy guys, classy dudes. So Yeah, yeah. I yeah, see you got good. some uh, some pretty big names too, uh, doing your shout out for you and shit. Uh, There's yeah, like yeah. a Method Man and shit like that, I heard. Method? Nah, nah. I haven't played my Method Man drop in years because I lost it. Oh, no, um, I know. No, I had a Method Man and Red Man drop, but that, yeah. that went missing. <coughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, no, I got a, got a bunch of different jobs. Um, most of them I met, uh, and then I just asked them flat out if they do one for me. Some of them I, I got to, got them to, like, send it to me, and then others, yeah. because of the different things and different channels and networks I'm in, um, they just sent them to me, uh, which was dope. I got to get new ones. That's what I was thinking about this week anyway. So I don't really know a whole lot about the Ottawa hip hop scene, like in the, in the past days, like, um, really, man, I've just been like going to shows like in the last, I don't know, maybe like three years or four years. Um, <laughs> and then we kind of picked up, I just, in my mind, I feel like the, the scene's been kind of like blowing up in the last year or two, uh, in Ottawa, but again, you've been around for, for a lot of it. Um, <laughs> Is that just my uh, my take on it? Because I'm new to it, I'm kind of seeing it blow up. Or is it is it really bigger than it's been before? You know. And you know what? I don't even know. I don't. I don't really look at things that way. Um, <clears throat> it it is what it is. It's in the eyes of the beholder. I don't know. I honestly, I'm not I feel sure. That. I'm a no, little bit um, a little bit segregated. Because I do radio and I'm kind of on my own and I do my own thing, right. um, <clears throat> I'm a little little out of the loop when it comes to like local events, local shows, and and groups and so forth. Um, I mean, I still get some people that I end up bumping into <laughs> or they send me stuff. Um, this guy Jai, um, his name's Jeff. Uh, I'm trying to remember what uh, Jai. Uh, just another individual. Uh, nice. I, I like him. He's dope. Um, <clears throat> he's a barber, but uh, he's doing some some nice stuff. He's he's slowly sort of building. He actually he's, he has a studio on um, on Bank Street. I went there a few months ago, real quick. And anyways, he's he's building things up. Um, bless bless his charting. Um, because Bless has got his stuff into the hands of marketers and they're pushing it to DJs like across the continent. So not just Canada or Ottawa, but the States as well. And he just posted up that he's number five on the Rap Attack chart, which in the underground hip hop world is that's a pretty big deal in my eyes anyway. Um, so that's that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> That's all good. Um, were you ever like, whenever you're chilling with Tom Green and shit, doing the show and shit? Did you, uh, did you like, you guys hang out and shit other than doing the show, like skateboard and shit like that? Oh no, 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 no. I met him at at um, at a party. And I met him through that mutual friend. And then I don't know how much time went by. The mutual friend called me up and said, oh, can you come and help Tom? But no, it was, 
I don't know. It was different. Uh, yeah. It was. It was the. Yeah, it was a lot different. Like I don't know. I was sixteen, seventeen at the time, and um, it was different being around him. He was in his own world, and it just kind of felt like you know, don't don't get in the way. Not yeah. not that he, he would. Don't don't take that the wrong way. It was just you knew you were. I always felt like I knew I was around somebody. Um, somebody great, somebody. Yeah. What's that saying? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, he was different. He was, yeah. Really, yeah, he was different. Um, but he would come do his thing, and then he was gone. Um, we went, but we went and played. Remember? You don't remember? He used to go, <clears throat> used to go on <laughs> during the show. Um, at one point in the summertime, and he said, "Oh." all of us are going to go down to Parliament Hill and we're going to play soccer after the show. So two in the morning, two 30 in the morning. <laughs> well, one, one time we went and a whole bunch of people showed up and we played soccer at two 30 in the morning on Parliament Hill and security <laughs> and the cops were just sitting there at their posts or watching and it was fine. And that was the quietest I'd ever heard Tom. The only yeah, thing yeah. I heard him say was, oh, I'm open or pass or whatever. No, he was <laughs> super quiet. But <clears throat> no, yeah. he, yeah, he was, uh, he was different. He was cool, but he was different. <clears throat> yeah, yeah no, I just I'm, was, I just was thinking of that because I was like, well, you know, you were, you were doing the show with him. So I just wasn't yeah. sure if you guys were on that level or what. No. No, not at that point. Like I said, I was I was young, and uh, we were just there to help out with the the phones. Um, he usually came in, did his thing. Hey, what's up? And, you know, went and did the show. And then when it was over, hey, thanks, guys. Have a good night. And he was gone. Like we we didn't know each other that that well. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, long time ago. So yeah, I hate the, I hate this Zoom thing, man, because it's like you know we don't get to have you right in the studio, and like we don't yeah. get to to vibe together no, like, and shit like that. Uh, no, so I feel thing. like it kind of takes away from the the whole chilling out and shit, whatever. Um, but uh, I feel like uh, you, you said your phone's dying and shit. Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say. Is uh, okay. It's it's almost cooked. So, um, thank you very very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Uh, we appreciate you. And uh, we'll, you. we'll definitely in the future we'll have to have you come through the actual studio. We'll chill out. I'd love catch to. A vibe. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we'll we we have some lightning round questions. We'll ask you next time you come through. Okay, sounds good. All yeah. right, man. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay, peace, man. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, eh? Later. All right. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Zach here. Uh, Sorry, I was just... uh, Got a text message. Um, yeah. yeah, no, actually, you know what's funny is I was leading up to asking the questions, and then uh, I was going to ask him, how how dead is your phone, you know? And he's like, oh, I was just about to say that, like, time to go. Yeah. So, uh, so I figured we'll ask him next time. Yeah, I saw his phone drop out again after that, so I thought it had died. I thought it did, had died. Oh, well, that's, man, yeah. So. The second time I was like, oh, it's over. 
Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was good though. But yeah, um, DJ Dockets. I just gotta remember. Oh yeah, fucking! I just gotta remember to send him that Einstein's taken off thing. Um, yeah, DJ Dockets has left the building. Fucking thanks to him for coming out. That was fucking sick. Um, yeah. I guess there's uh, no better time than now to tune out and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make a one like real bad, but uh, yeah. okay, well. Thanks to all our uh, fucking fans and everybody tuning in and shit. Uh, I also want to say thanks to our sponsors at Greengrass Oasis from uh, Pickwaknagon, Ontario. Uh, you can also find them at Tyndonega, Shannonville, and uh, ggoasis.ca. Yeah, gang, yeah. gang, baby. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is the yeah. 4G Audio Podcast, and I'm Styles the Prophet. I'm B-Show. And I'm Jonesy. And we're the Basement Weirdos. Gang, gang. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Catch y'all in the next one. And we're out. (sighs) Sorry.